0: The Rishon M'Chinnah asks the following question. Ask the Chinnah that we're counting down to Kabbalah Satyrah. We're counting down to the day we receive the Torah. Ask the Chinnah if you're counting to something, if there's something you anticipate, and you're waiting for that day to come. You want it badly, and you're counting... So the normal thing is to count down. 49 days left, 48 days left, 47 days left. You count down is the normal way if you're anticipating something. There's something that's coming and you're anticipating that which is coming. So the normal thing to do is to count down how much time remains till that which I desire to come is happening. You're waiting when the bacham are coming back from Eretz throne. so I'm waiting. How much time? So you say three weeks left, two and a half weeks left, two weeks left. You don't count up. You don't say day one, day two. It's not. It's not. I'm not happy about these days. To count one, two, three is I'm counting today. I don't want, we counted. Today is the 13th day of Daimer. I don't, I, I'm counting towards something else. How many days towards my, des, my desired destination? It would make much more sense to count down because I'm trying to get somewhere. These are the days just passing. I'm trying to get somewhere. So why is it that no, we count up 13 today? And we'll keep going forward. Why do we count up? Which incidentally, I want the guys to know there's a terrible mistake people make. I hear I hear guys say, I'm out. Chas Every Bachar in the yeshiva, if you didn't count last night, say now. Today is the 13th day of the Aymer. One week and six days. Some people say, I'm out. You're not out. Every day is a mitzvah to count and you have an obligation and a... The opportunity to count, to do a mitzvah. And to count today, you're never out. If you didn't count one day till now, you have a mitzvah today to count right here and out. The reason you can't make a brach, it's a machlaikis the bahag and tisist. Maybe we'll learn the to this together. And one shitas rasheinim is that it's all one mitzvah. We pass it, it's a separate mitzvah every day. And if you miss, you should keep counting. Since there's another manda amar, so you don't say a bracha, so you still count. It's a terrible mistake that goes on out there. Guys say, they're out. what you should do in yeshiva, what we'll do in yeshiva, is every night, whichever Rebbe is making the bracha, we'll have in mind, we might see anybody who can't make a bracha for they miss the day, and then that person will then say to count, but of course you should count. Yes, baruch. Say that again? I want you to call. I'm going to say I, love shashir. I want you to hear this. Deep and complicated. I'm going to do the I will tell you before I give it. I'm going to tell you a, a, a complicated shtekah will take it takes an hour. I don't want to sneak out right now. But if I the rabbi say you have to count. It's a mitzvah to count. But the question is why are we counting up if we're simply anticipating the day of Kabbalah Sartorah which we are certainly anticipating the day of the giving of the Torah, why are we counting up? And very simply, Rabbi said, what we're actually doing, more than we're, besides the anticipation of the day, we're actually preparing for the day. It's a minigan in Kalah during these days, leading up to Svir There's there's a Mishnah, in the sixth parak of Havas, which says 48 kinyanei at 48 acquisitions necessary to acquire Tirup. 48 acquisitions that are necessary to acquire Tirup. And it's a minigan klai Yisrael to study in this season these 48 kinyanei at Tirup. They're 49 days from Pesach to Shavuot. And in these days leading up to Shavuos, we're not just anticipating the day, Kabbalah Satira, we're preparing for Kabbalah Satayr. And we actually count up because each day we're valuing and we're working on something so we're not just counting down you know, how many days pass. Each day we're utilizing to become better, to become bigger, to have a better Kabbalah satira. The bigger we are, the more we're Shaykh to Torah. The bigger the person is, the more he's Shaykh, the more he's a cling, The better his midos are. The more he's capable in Torah. There are 48 midos. There are 48 things to work on in order to be mekabal to Torah. And the Minigan Klai Yisrael is in these days to work on these Kinyani HaTorim. And to practically take on these, these steps as many as we can in order to be in the Torah, in order to receive the Torah. So that is what a year does, and that is why we count up, not down. We're not just anticipating, we're utilizing the days leading up to Shavuos to work on Kabbalah Satayur. The very name of the day is Shavuos, is weeks. Weeks, why we call it weeks? It's actually one day in Eretz Yisrael, two days in Chutzlertz. But the day is called after the preparation for the day. It's called weeks because we've worked for weeks in order to acquire that day, in order to be Shaykh to that day. It is the most quiet of Yamim Taivim Shavuos. If you know this, Sukkot has a massive part to our life. On Sukkot, we leave our houses and we change our whole, our whole living way. We change Pesach, we change our whole eating habits Pesach and Sukkot have a whole change in our lifestyle Shavuos is the most quiet yamtev in the world you, you probably don't even know the only mitzvah d'araisa on Shavuos What's the only mitzvah d'araisa on Shavuos? It's semcha Joy There is no other mitzvah d'araisa <laughs> <What timer? laughs> The only mitzvah d'araisa is to be happy <laughs> To stay up all night is a minug. A minug's wonderful. Cheesecake's a minug. They're all in The only mitzvah da on Shavuos is to be happy. That's the only mitzvah da To have meat and to be happy, to be joyous, maybe some caffeine. To be happy, that's the only mitzvah da on Shavuos. But it's otherwise a very, very quiet day. And why is the day we receive the Torah such a quiet day that it doesn't have some mitzvah that's really different, that's really unique? And the answer is, you're only shy to shavuos if you're prepared for the day. You're only shy to shavuos if you're prepared. You can be mikabel the Torah if somebody's giving out food and you have no plate to receive the food, you can't get food. If you have no cup to receive the drink, you can't receive the drink. Hashem gives the Torah and we bring our keli as ourselves. Our utensil is ourself to be mekabal the Torah. As much as we prepared, that's as much as we can accept the Torah. Based, if we've prepared, we've made ourselves somebody shayach the Torah. And there's a Mishnah with 48 kinyanei atira. 48 acquisitions necessary for Torah. So I want to spend some time... I'm not going to do all 48 right now. I want to mention a couple of them right now. And in the ensuing time, from now until Shavuos, let's try to learn by different davenings. I want to learn together some of the Kinyani at Torah, Some of the acquisitions of Torah I want to study with the Olam. With the but I want to say... How important the process is, how important the process is. we had just before Pesach, we were lucky to see alumni come back, hundreds of alumni, literally. You see one after another, beautiful developing a tire. really developed guys, mature and developing inAT. And to me, the process is so beautiful to appreciate and value the process. And Shavuos is a day all about process. The day is a very quiet one. The day doesn't have anything very extreme because the main part of the day is the lead-up to the day, is the process, is the preparation, is what it takes to get there is the main part of the day. So I want to speak together about a few of the a few of the processes, a few of the Midas that we're supposed to acquire in order to be somebody who could be a Kabbalah tyrant. I'm going to go out of order. I'm going to go out of order. The first one I want to say, totally out of order, is Kabbalas hayisurim, to accept pain. What does this mean? Kabbalas hayisurim? the acceptance of Yesurim, accepting pains, this is a necessity in order to be a ben taira, in order to acquire Torah, you have to have the willingness to accept pain. What does that mean? Kabbalah say The willingness to accept pain. So I want to tell you what Reb Chaim Baloshin says, Pshat. What does it mean? Kabbalah say The willingness to accept pain. And that is a condition necessary for Kabbalah say What does that mean? And I want to say very simply, Rabbi say, any thinking person has goals and ideals, has things they want. People have told me, Bacharim have told me, I want to have a very open home. That's a Bacharim. I've heard it from guys. I want to have a very open home with tons of guests. And I laugh when a Bachar says it because it's very nice what you picture you want. Are you willing to pay for it? And it's a great vision to have. I want to have an open home. Are you willing to wash the dishes every week till way into the night? Are you willing to prepare? Are you willing to spend the money? It's very nice your dream, but any dream, you have to be willing to pay the price. Things that are free are not worthwhile. Valuable things cost. I learned the hard way, I've told you the story before, but I'll repeat it again. I have a dentist, he's a great guy, he's a really great guy, Baruch Hashem, but it's very far away, my dentist is in New Haven. I've been to him many times, I've needed different work on my teeth, and I've gone to New Haven. He's a wonderful guy, I'm close to my dentist, he's not yet from, His wife. my wife's close to his wife, she worked with her in the public school system, Baruch Hashem, their daughter is married is married to a Ventura they live in Lakewood with children. She lived by my wife and I for a year and a half she's a she's a from girl and she lived in Waterbury first, but um Lakewood's good I'm teasing but the bottom line is the bottom line is that my wife decided that you travel so far to the dentist and dentists cost money. My wife heard that in Waterbury Yale has There are people that are practicing to be dentists and for free you get teeth work done for free. If you have a guy practicing to be a dentist, they do the work for free. And the guy practicing, the the student dentist, has a professor with him and he does work and the professor helps him out. So my wife told me, Daniel, instead of traveling all the way to New Haven, I have a dentist to do work on you for free. Now the Gemara Babakama says, a Gemara I didn't understand till that point says, Asya da asya muggin A doctor who heals for nothing, muggin shava is worth nothing. If you don't pay, it's not worth anything. Oh, did I hear a shear in that Gumara Babakama? My dentist, my student dentist, while he was drilling my teeth, he's muttering to himself, there's an exact true story. He's muttering to himself, he's upset, he's frustrated the drill got caught in my mouth. I never had so much pain in my life. The drill got caught, he couldn't get it out. He's muttering, he's pulling, he's fighting with the drill, it was stuck in my mouth. Him and his professor together pulled out the drill. In the middle of the thing, I said no mas, like Roberto Duran in the middle of the fight. He said no mass. I, I, I left in the middle of my procedure. I remember I was sitting in my cry, in my car. I don't cry so I was crying in my car. I told him I couldn't drive because my head was spinning. But I left in the middle of the procedure after he marched, I left, I didn't leave I gave him his drill back. I didn't run out with in my mouth. I went until they got it out. But I found out the hard way, the Gemara Baba Kama, that a doctor who heals for nothing is worth nothing. Something's valuable if you pay. Things in this world, you want something good, pay for it. It doesn't cost. It's usually not valuable. It's not, it's not important. Good things cost. They have a price. That's how the world works. The Mishnah says the condition for Kabbalah Satira is Kabbalah Sayisurim. Are you willing? Yesuram doesn't mean pains. It means there's a price. There's a, you want it, there's a price. At the end of the year, we're, we're reaching siyum season in the yeshiva. And beautiful play, Torah. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I want to explain. I want to explain Siyum Season to you. A very unsophisticated Vachar. We're trying to produce in Yeshiva sophisticated Vachar. I once asked the Vachar, why don't you come to the Siyumim? He said, I'm not so into dancing. Oh, what a shallow person. He became sophisticated, this guy. But he was so shallow, I'm not into dancing. He had no understanding of Haseyim. Haseyim's not about jumping around and dancing, though he danced. So I'm not into dancing. He missed the boat entirely. In Haseyim, in the yeshiva, we celebrate and respect the person who killed himself for something he wanted to be. For something he wanted to be and a place he wanted to go, he killed himself for him. You could tell by this human... Somebody once asked my Oberlander, a guy we never saw learn, asked to make a sim. Did he finish? Did he not finish? I don't know. But we didn't know what to do. We were stuck. We knew the guys wouldn't celebrate. They wouldn't be real. We can pretend, but there's no electricity when the guys really respect the guy's accomplishment. I ended up putting this sim together with the buffer. Really did work hard. So together with that excitement that swept along. But what we're doing is we're celebrating. It's not about liking to dance or not. We're celebrating and respecting somebody who wanted something and went out and did it. In all ways, wanted to be something. When a guy stands up there for a scene, and you see a guy who worked hard to make himself who he is, he worked hard, he decided something, he visualized something he wanted to be, and he killed himself for it. I respect a guy, a guy lehavdo, a guy wants to be a doctor. It's all fancy, he wears that white coat, he's a doctor. It's prestigious, he's earning good money. There was a visual of what he wanted to be, and he worked hard 10 years in medical school to be there. You want something, you got to pay for it. It's nice to dream about ideas, to dream about things we like to be, it would be nice, are you willing to pay the price? The first king and I tell you, I'm discussing, it's not the first one in order. But the first thing is, kabbalah sayesurim. To accept the pain. It's funny that we see guys, that we're watching the playoffs in the basketball. And you watch guys who are great ball players. Do you know how much work, it's true that many of them are natural athletes, unbelievable. Do you know how much effort goes in to get there? You know how much work... You're seeing him doing his thing. You know how much work it took to get there? I was talking today to a bochers in the Israeli army. Wonderful person. A growing person. We, We spoke today for a couple of hours. He was describing to me, he said, when you join the army, he said you have like immature pictures of what you want to do, of all these excitement. He said, you know how much work it takes to get there? You know how many hours and hours and hours and hours and weeks and months it takes to get there. The first step that we're learning together, Rabbi to say, is if a guy has a vision, he wants something, be willing to pay for it. Kabolos Hayesunim. Accept the pain. The pain is not a bad thing. We're part of a society that feels like working. Poor guy, he works hard. It's good to work. am you're supposed to love work. Kabbalah say means the willingness. It's hard. It's difficult. Reb Chaim says this is called yisurim. That's called yisurim difficulties. The, the, the Difficulties means the burden and the challenge and all the work and amelos that goes in. That's part of Kabbalah say And a person who wants something and wants it bad has to be willing all the work to put in the work and accept it, bring it on. I'm willing to accept because I want it. I respect the Bachar a lot. The Bachar has a picture. He sees, a, he sees muscles, he sees strength, and he decides, and he decides, I want to be that. And then he practically, he understands what it takes. And he works hard for that because I respect that a lot. That's what it takes to be, that's what it takes to be a benthira. That's what it takes, Kabbalah Satira. It's precious work. And that work makes us great, and that work is valuable. That work is valuable and makes us larger. But bring it on. I have a willingness to accept that work. I'm willing to accept the process. And the process is special. The process is valuable. Bring it on. I know it's not easy. We live in a world where people are afraid of hard work. People want instant success. They want things easy and fast. But that's a world, not a world of reality. That's a world of hiding, a world of diversions. A world of realness is you want something, it's not going to be easy. But you'll have something real, you'll have something eternally. There's a pasuk I always love. The pasach says, remember this pasuk, please. Lave Yoda maras nafshay. You see sometimes a ben You see a guy whose midas are beautiful. He doesn't talk Lashon Hara. He learns his chesed, a kind person, a giving person, a sincere person, person doing the right things. It's just gorgeous. So you celebrate that person. Everybody celebrates, but nobody matches the intensity of his own happiness. He knows how hard it was to become what he became. nafshay. a heart knows the bitterness the heart knows the difficulties and the challenges and zar. nobody can mix into the joy. nobody could have that extent of joy. As the person who knows what it took to get there, I'll tell you a story. I went to a wedding of a bacher who's known all over as an unbelievable gay. He celebrated an unbelievable gay. His generosity, his character, awesome. I went to his wedding, and I was sitting in the back. He's, been in, he's in a big-time yeshiva, And everybody's jumping around an electric wedding. And I was sitting in the back. I was so emotional, I couldn't move. And I'm thinking they're all dancing and singing, but they weren't there the whole process, what it took to get there. To them it's beautiful, but they don't understand how beautiful. They don't know how much this guy worked, how much he gave up, how much he pushed himself and fought how much was undertaken to get him where he is. He's dancing by his chas le gishmak, an unbelievable chasin, marrying a precious girl. To everybody it's exciting. But if you knew the process, if you knew how much it took, how many hours, how many tears, how much difficulty it took to get him to where he is, to the station he's at. It's just, it's, it was overwhelming. I couldn't move. And the chassan, imagine what the khassan he knows much more than I know. So the first step that a person has to understand who wants to be Makabul the tyrant, who wants to be a Ben tyrant, who wants to be an authentic person, who's a truthful person, a beautiful Ben The first step is Kabbalah Sayyasuran. The willingness to pay for it, the willingness to exert for it, the willingness to put in. That is the first step that I want to learn together. And certainly, we all understand there are things in life that are worthwhile. To make ourselves something precious is worthwhile. Invest, put in. But it's so hard, but I'm. So, yeah, yeah, it costs. It's so worth it. And that's part of that's, that understanding and that acceptance of Yisurim is what we need in order to acquire. We call it Yisurim. We call this Yasurim, We call this pains, but of course it's precious pains. It's well worthwhile pains. It's the price we pay for greatness and something that all of us understand in acquiring greatness, that it's going to take effort. A guy wants to be great and also pay nothing for it. He wants the doctor, the best doctor in the world, but also pay for it. It doesn't work like that. That's not how life works. So that's the first Kenyan of Tyra. And the way I want to explain it with Ruqaim B'lashim. The second Kenyan attire I want to speak about, because it's something I believe very strongly. It's something I believe in Yeshiva a lot. And it's something I want to speak about. It says that it's Tnai for kabbalah satira is joy. is to be is simcha. One of the Kenyani attire is B'Simcha. People will tell youngsters, "If you learn, you'll be happy." And there's a degree of truth to that. It says that Torah brings joy to a person. It's a pasuk tell him that Torah brings joy, but it's not the full truth. It's one of my big themes in the yeshiva. People say that learning makes you happy. It's true, but happiness makes you learn. I have a theory, but it's not my theory. It's a mission and others. Happy people stay. I'm very into being a happy person. Simcha, acquiring simcha, being a happy, positive attitudes. Happy people stay. I want a Bachar to have outlets. I want him to have things he enjoys. To learn to enjoy friendship. To learn to enjoy Hashem's world. Happy people stay. It's a prerequisite. Prerequisite means a condition necessary for Torah. You have to be happy to steig, and then when you're happy, you steig, and then when you steig, you're happier. That's how the cycle works. But don't just, if somebody tells youngsters, learn and you'll be happy, it's not fully true. Be happy and you'll learn. I very much believe that happy people grow a lot. They're receptive to growth. It's an important value to me to learn to be happy, both with attitudes, both surrounding yourself with good chavey and with good friends, with positive people, with positivity. Happy people, shtagelah. My first thought when a buffer comes to yeshiva, my first thought is I want the person to be happy. I want them to have outlets they enjoy, things they can do. My first thought is I want them to be happy. Of course, the goal of yeshiva is to be a venter. But happy people, stay, And it's an important thing to be a happy person. It's an important thing to, for, for an environment, a yeshiva, a family, to facilitate a bachar, to be happy. Not to tell a guy, learn and then you'll be happy. I say just the opposite, be happy and then you'll learn. So it's important. How do I get happy? Of course. You have to find good friends, you have to have positive attitudes a person certainly can't hide that's the surest way of hiding from oneself and diversion from life that's the surest way not to be happy embracing life and finding our role and our place but happiness for tzenaif ka'bosatayr a next an, another idea that's one of the conditions for ka'bosatayr that i want to that that has to be spoken about there's something called shimush <laughs> chachamim and we'll end today with Shemesh Chachamim, and I want to I wanna make a few announcements. But the last thing I want to study together, the third condition that's necessary, there are 48 that the Mishnah says to be a ben we studied briefly two of them so far. Kabbalah Sayyasurim, which is a long conversation. We briefly studied it. And the, the, the topic of Simcha, which also we briefly studied. The third condition I want to speak about is Shemesh Chachamim shemesh Chachamim means to be around, to be Mishamish, to be around Talmud Chachamim. Did you ever meet somebody, Rabbi Say, who learned English from a dictionary? They never heard it spoken, they read it in a dictionary. They typically know what words mean, but they mispronounce them. They know what words mean, but they don't, they don't use it in the right context. They're both mispronounced and they're not used I know a it's Yisro, who's a brilliant man. He's not American, but he speaks a very fancy English. He read up and speaks a fancy English, but he doesn't use words in a smooth way. They're out of context because he didn't hear live people use them. If you read it from books, or better yet, from live people, you pronounce it right, and you use it in the right context. Equal to learning tyrants. If somebody learned Torah, but they didn't see it, how it applies to life. They don't have Shemush. They weren't Mishamesh. They often don't have the practical application of how to apply the Torah. I have seen often that Balei Tshuva often struggle on raising children. Why should a Balei Tshuva struggle on raising kids? Often, not always. Sometimes, Balei Tshuva Tzadikim they sometimes struggle raising children. Why? Why should they struggle? Because they learn Torah and they learn ideals, but they didn't see their own parents, they didn't see their parents were not, didn't have the Torah way of raising children. They don't have Shemush. They don't have the practical application, how do I apply what I learned practically in ra- making my family and raising my children? Somebody who saw parents, had his parents raise kids, our parents become our rebellion. how do I take the Torah lifestyle and practically put it in my life, practically run it through day-to-day life? It's called Shemush. I always advise people who have ali that they shouldn't just learn Torah to the yeshiva. They should go to a from home and spend hours Spend Shabbos, is a real home that took the ideals of Tyra and practically lived it they should do Shemush. Shemush Khachamun. Tysus asks Subis, The rule is the Gemara says that Limarat Tyra, learning Tyra, you interrupt learning Tyra in order to bury your mace. If you have a dead body and there's no minion, say so you interrupt Tyra to bury your mace. But Tysus says Teisus asked the kasha, Kiva was on the way to Yeshiva, and he saw a dead body, and he went to bury it. And his Rebbeim yelled at him, you missed Yeshiva! So he said, what do you mean, I was burying a dead body? They said, Tyrus first. He asked Teis sink against the Gemara. The Gemara says, you stop learning to bury a mace. Says Teisus, Shemush is different. Rebbe Kiva was learning by Rebbeim. Your own tiring you stop to bury a dead body. You're learning by a Rebbe. You're with the Rebbe. That you don't stop. That you don't stop learning with a Rebbe. In order to the dead body stays there. Keep learning with your Rebbe. It's called shemush. Shemush means to see a practical person live life. How they talk, how they act, their behaviors. It's called shemush chachamim. Yes, David. Here, even no one else, you wait. Somebody will do it later on. There was no one else to do it and still he shouldn't have stopped. Says the Gemara, for Shemush, he still don't stop. He's going to learn by his Rebbeim. He should go learn by his Rebbeim. Shemush, one of the conditions necessary for learning Torah is Shemush Chachamim, to practically study by a Talmud Chacham, to practically observe and spend time with a Talmud Chacham, to see how to apply Tyre in day to day life, to see it apply. to see how they behave towards their children, how they behave. I used to ask the Rebbeim and the Yesheva, I used to ask if you're speaking to the Bachim, you're here on the Shabbos, and your little kid runs up to you. So often you say, I'm speaking, just pick him up. That's the best part of your speech. Shimush Chachamim, show. Show how to live Tayyar. Shimush Chachamim. Show how Torah is lived in practical life. Show a person who's true to Torah. A person who's true to the Torah is living it. Show how it makes you a successful person. How it makes you a good husband, a good father, a good neighbor, a good community man. That's what you gain from Shemush Chachamim. When you're around Tamidi Chachamim, you see how it practically is observed in life, not just theoretical, a guy once told me, a brilliant guy, who, who unfortunately, I don't know who was his Rebbeim, but he told me that I never wanted the life of my Rebbeim. I would never hire a Rebbe, Rabbi I say. A Rebbe is somebody, and when you take on many Rebbeim, you only take on a Rebbe who's successful at the game called life. If he's a good husband, a good father, that means he knows practically not just how to learn Torah. He knows how to live Torah. Torah is a way of life. If you have a Rebbe, who's successful at applying Torah to his life. Right? Keshenam used to get upset in Yesheva if we said something, you know, he used to say all the time, it's not Waterbury, it's Torah. The society we've created here, the society that you and I have here of acceptance of each other, of love of another year, of not putting somebody else down, of appreciating and respecting everybody, is not a shtick, it's not a Waterbury thing, it's just a Torah thing. The society, the beautiful society that we have here, that, cult, that that's about respect of the other person, that's about sincerity, about honesty. This is not a Waterbury shtick, it's a Torah shtick. And Torah, the practical Torah, which, 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 which gives a person success in life, that's called Shemush chachamim. When you have a Rebbe who lives life properly, who takes the ideas of Torah and applies them to his life, the type of husband he is, the type of father, that's Shemush chachamim. The comments I got from parents... I got a letter from a parent of a Bachan. I got many, many, many comments. I got many texts. I just got one, a gorgeous long text from a mother writing about her son, the bentire that he is, the type of dealings he had with his siblings, his sisters, his brothers, his grandparents, just his whole behavior. She was awed by his behavior, the kid is Shemaim. She was awed by his... He didn't just study Tyra, a theoretical Tyra. It's a practical Torah that he's living in his life. His whole behaviors are different. I told you this Bacher I met with today, who's sitting in the army. See, he told me that one day he was thinking about what he got from yeshiva, And he noticed that in his life, he's more appreciative than other people around him. Yes, he says, I noticed on myself that I'm a big Makir taif. And he said, I learned that in yeshiva said, so I noticed practically, sitting in the army, and he says, I'm more appreciative other people around me. It's not a theoretical Torah. It's a practical Torah. When the Navi Micha says, divides all of Yiddishkeit into three parts. So the section of learning Torah, he doesn't say learning Torah. He says, doing Torah. He doesn't say limerat taira. He says doing tayra. Asayis neshvat. To do taira. It's not theoretical. It's a practical taira that has to impact our behavior. That's shim chachamim. Find Rebbe, say so You go to Eretz Yisroel. You learn by somebody who's successful at life. If the man doesn't look successful at life, run. Run to a different Rebbe. Why would you be misham he doesn't clearly doesn't have the Torah which brings a person success in life. Torah which guides a person how to successfully live. If he's not being successful, he's not a good husband, run to a different Rebbe. If, you don't, if you're not impressed with the type of husband your Rebbe is, find a different Rebbe. If you're not impressed with the type of father your, your Rebbe is, find a different Rebbe. If you're not impressed with the community member, check out how he is to his neighbors. You're not impressed with your rebbe on the basketball court. Get a new rebbe. That means he's not taking Torah, living in his life. It's not a subject to be learned by the biggest genius. It's a life. It's kihem chayenu to be studied by somebody who lives it properly, and then we absorb. You don't hear. We don't have magide shiurim. A magid shir is a teller over of Torah. That's like a professor. There no magide shiur. Magide shiur means to give a to give a lecture. We have no lecture givers in yeshiva. We have rebbeim. We don't have rabbis in yeshiva. Now Baruch says my rabbi. We have no rabbis. We have rebbe. Rebbe is a person who's successful at life, who takes the lessons of Torah and applies it to life. Such a person, I want to see how he lives his life. What attracted me to my Rebbe is I knew his sons. I knew what type of father he was. One of the things that attracted me to my Rebbe. One of the things that attracted, I knew his sons, and I saw his understanding and his deep connection to his children. I was best friends with his son. It's one of the things that I believe attracted me to my Rebbe. He had a very good rapport with his son. He's practical. He lives Tyra right. the messages of Tyra that's what you want to study. That's called shimush Chachamim. It's one of the conditions necessary for Liman at Shimush is Chachamim. So those are the three Kenyani at I want to over the subsequent of the next few weeks, I want to study more with you the conditions of Torah. Tonight we studied three. We only have 45 more to go. I want to welcome the back home. Yeah. I want to. I want to say that it's been it's been it's been an incredible, incredible year, and the way I look at the year, the waterberry winter produces all the greatness. This is the season. This is the season. It's that way in the practical world. It says and Bedima. You plant with tears. Uberina yikzayir and with joy you harvest. This is the harvest season. We always see in this season the beautiful weather, and you see, guys, really. You see a tremendous aliyah that comes out from all the months, the conversations, to the rabbeim, all the work that's put in earlier in the year. I want to wish us all, we should all be zaychet to have a tremendous, tremendous end of the year, tremendous man. It's always a gorgeous man. As the weather gets nicer, as we head towards Shavuos, it's always a precious man in the yeshiva. I do want to ask the I want to ask the guys that everybody... The nature of this yeshiva is we build more and more, better and better. It's not we start strong and peter out. It's a different system. It's we start and build up. It's a yeshiva of growing, of growth and building up. I want to ask the guys to bring it, to really bring it this man. I do want to say Tziumim will be starting early this year. There are many, many, many Siyumim. So I want to ask the guys many nights we'll be having siyumim please come and celebrate together somebody who put in work to grow and to be a bentire we're going to have different things coming up on Wednesday there's going to be a speaker in the yeshiva he's an unbelievable speaker many welcome the yeshiva this year many guys in yeshiva Nassin Mormon told me that I gotta meet this yid. Others told me also. Maybe AY Weinstein. Flex, 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 flex. Many of the Bachram and Yeshiva. Many of the in and Yeshiva met this yid. He's a world-class speaker. I want you to hear him, dubs. He's a speaker who's spoken really across the world. He's spoken on college campuses. He's a brilliant guy. And he's got his name's Feldheim. Feltheim. Wonderful name. Yeah. He's, he's a dazzling speaker. He is going to be here Wednesday morning to speak at 11 o'clock to the whole Yeshiva. So I would like, guys, 11 o'clock to, to hear him speak. In a week, we're going to have a Yid, who's an incredible human being, was extremely close to Ravigda Miller. His name is your Label Lamb. He's a big tzaddik. He was extremely close to Rav uh, Miller. A week from today, he's going to speak to the whole Yeshiva. That's going to be a week from Monday. Bezashem tomorrow night we're gonna have a basketball tournament. I mean AST. I'll tweet it out. If you don't belong to the Twitter yet, please ask Ashi. Jeremias, where's Ashi? Ashi! 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 Ashi, Ashi. Please I asked the guys to, to join the Twitter if you didn't join yet. But I will tomorrow night will be at Bez HaShem, a tournament. There's going to be football. We're starting off the football league. If you were not put on a team, please go up. There's six teams. If you weren't put on a team, there's many. There's much room for more players. If you weren't put on a team, please see Yaakov Kalish, and he will put you on a team. Please join. That is starting tomorrow at 1.30. The Football League is starting tomorrow, 1.30. The teams, the games, that's at 1.30. So I asked guys to join that. If I could just remind the guys, I want to introduce some Bakram, some new Bachram and I want to remind you I want to remind you the schedule, just we should be the schedule. I want to go to the Seder Ayam. But just to introduce some new Bachram so Yehuda Yehuda Bernac. So the guy she met Yehuda, Yaakov King, Heshi, yeah. Heshi's. Yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, Sandy yeah. Bree, the guy she met yeah. uh, Aaron Holtzman back here. Yeah. I'm missing, I'm missing one, but okay. So older. <laughs> 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 the new, they mean the shleim. <laughs> Rabbi, just quickly, to quickly go through the schedule, right? <laughs> if I could just, chakras is 8 40.